Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, everybody. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. It's wonderful to be with you. I've been on vacation. I had some great substitutes last week. I appreciate it. Who is it? Liz Peake and David Bonson and my brother Steve Moore, so I will thank them. And uh, this coming week, starting Tuesday after Labor Day, I will be back on the uh, Fox Business Network. The name of the show is Cudlow. I'm raring to go. Got some great rest, playing some tennis, reading books, going to 12-step meetings. How about that? Even went to church. I'll go to church this weekend also. Anyway, we will be back. That's nine, 4 to 5 p.m., 4 to 5 p.m. every day, Monday to Friday, Vox Business Name Shows, Cudlow. And right here, you can live stream us on the Internet. It's the Larry, no, it's LarryCudlowShow.com. I don't think there's a the. LarryCudlowShow.com. Live stream us all across the country around the world, throughout the solar system. Our following in the solar system continues to grow. The ratings in the solar system are very, very strong. And I will begin with this sort of odd, really weird, odd discussion of one Joe Biden, who currently holds the office of president of the USA, who slammed gave a couple of speeches, very goofy speeches, if you ask me. But anyway, the idea in his speeches this past week was MAGA Republicans, all Republicans, Trump Republicans, they're all bad, evil, trying to destroy uh, democracy. Trump MAGA's a threat to the country, a threat to democracy, etc., etc., standing for all kinds of bad things. And then the weird thing, really weird thing, is that yesterday uh, he was taking some questions and he walked it back. (laughs) He walked the whole thing back. I'm reading the New York Post this morning. President Biden on Friday walked back some of the fiery political rhetoric from his primetime speech in Philadelphia a night earlier, denying that he attacked former President Donald Trump's voters despite having repeatedly slammed MAGA Republicans in the address. I don't consider any Trump supporters to be a threat to the country, Biden said, blah, blah, blah. And then he went on to say, I do think anyone who calls for the use of violence fails to condemn violence. Yeah, well, Trump voters, MAGA voters, are not in favor of violence either. Okay, and probably the vast majority of them, the vast, vast majority of them, uh, did not like what happened in the Capitol on January 6th. But then again, in the riots in 2020 and 2021, I never heard Biden speak out against the violence. His supporters, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, defund police. I mean, crime is rampant across the country. All that's violence. An attempted murder of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. I didn't hear him say anything about that. Constant 
harassment of Supreme Court justices against the law, I might add. His Justice Department never took any action. And, of course, his Attorney General, Merrick Garland, called parents attending school board meetings domestic terrorists. I mean, come on, this violence thing, this attack on Trump. 20, I'm sorry, 74 million people. And uh, Biden just decided to attack them all in Labor Day. Really the beginning of the formal campaign for the midterm elections, I suppose. But it was really a goofy speech. And now he's walking it back. He doesn't know what he's doing. Trump called him nuts, said he must be nuts. Well, I'll leave that to Mr. Trump. Look, everything Biden is attempting to do, these speeches, the Mar-a-Lago raid, the January 6th committee, everything he tries to do is to keep Trump off the ballot in 2024. And they're trying to make the midterm elections this November all about Trump. Not the high inflation rate, mind you. Not the economic downturn slump, mind you. Not the crime wave, mind you. Not these crazy woke teachers, critical race theory, teaching five-year-old kids about gender and sex identification. Nah, don't talk about that. Not the student debt forgiveness cancellation, election year, vote buying, which is immensely unpopular. Not the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which is immensely unpopular. By the way, this student debt loan is now estimated to be between, get this, $500 billion and $1 trillion will cost the government over the next 10 years. $500 billion to $1 trillion. So that 70% of the American population will be financing the loans of 30%. More or less, those are the numbers. Incredible story. He doesn't want to talk about the fact that we have now learned unearthed conversations between White House staffers and social media. Google, Facebook, Twitter where White House staffers told them do not print anything against Anthony Fauci or their COVID policies, which were dismal failures, shutting down schools, shutting down economies, the authoritarianism behind that. We've uncovered that. Also, do not print, this was the FBI calling social media, do not print the Hunter Biden laptop computer fiasco or even talk about the Hunter Biden uh, in bed with China, with Ukraine, with others, using his position as the uh, first son to, uh, to gather up money. No, don't talk about that. Don't talk about the crazy Green New Deal, which is really the most authoritarian planning, central planning, jamming down our throats the idea, which has been discredited again and again, and we will talk about it on the show today, the idea that we can end hydrocarbons, we can end fossil fuels. As electricity by 2035, 
No, no fossils for electricity, which will destroy the economy, shut down the country. All right. No gas-powered cars in California, Washington, Oregon, and probably other states to follow. Probably these crazies in the Northeast will do the same thing, these crazy Democrats. No discussion of that. No more fossil fuels by 2050. I mean, they're just using their central powers, their regulatory powers, to jam down a planned economy which is destined to fail. In 20 months, a little less than two years, we've gone from a boom to a bust, from price stability to record high inflation. It's an incredible failure. So so Biden calls Republicans semi-fascist, whatever that means, semi-fascist. The reality is Biden is operating a socialist policy. It isn't even semi-socialist anymore. Again, through the regulatory state, through massive government spending and subsidies and deficit finance, and the Green New Deal is at the center of it, through, and this is an important Labor Day theme, through government subsidies that make it pay not to work. We will have Senator Phil Graham, former Senator Phil Graham, will be on. He's got a new op-ed out on this. He's got a new book coming on this. Degrading work. This is Labor Day weekend, and Biden policies are degrading work. They're saying to the middle class, to working folks, to blue collars, to typical families, you can work as hard as you want, but you're only going to make about as much money as the bottom 20% or the lower incomes because the government is subsidizing them not to work. All right, that itself is remarkable, and I want to highlight that here on Labor Day. It's a tragedy, an absolute tragedy. And then again, speaking of socialists and central planners and authoritarians, let us not forget that the progressives want to pack the Supreme Court, want to end the filibuster, want to add several new states like Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico to Congress and would love to pass an election law that would override the election laws of all the 50 states, which, by the way, would include no voter ID. And um, don't you have to show up to vote? Mail-in ballots, harvesting ballots. That is authoritarian. I won't call that fascism. I will just call it socialism. Modern socialism which is using the regulatory state, the regulatory apparatus in the Washington swamp, inside a bureaucracy which is immune to firing, using that to shove down our throats this new planned socialist economy. That's what they've done. So they can call... The 74 million Trump voters, of whom I am one, I served in the Trump administration proudly as the director of the National Economic Council. You know that. I served proudly. I'm not saying we were perfect, but we delivered prosperity. 
We delivered prosperity. We delivered incentives to work and invest and take risks. We believed in rewarding success, not punishing it. We believed, we believed that business, large and small, is essential. We believed that lower taxes, particularly corporate tax cuts, again, on the big and the small business, they're the ones that produced less inequality, lower poverty, higher real wages. For minorities, blacks, browns, Asians, women's, and everybody else in this country, it's called growth and prosperity. The Bidens can call Trump voters any name they want. They can call Trump any name they want. But what they are doing is socialism. What we stood for and continue to stand for is freedom, a free economy a free education system, allowing parents to run the schools, a closed border stopping the drugs and the sex trafficking and the crime. We believe in backing the blue line of the police. We believe in tough district attorneys. We believe in fair legal immigration. We believe in a strong foreign policy. Not the catastrophe of Afghanistan and the ongoing war in Ukraine. And we believe in free energy production and investment. All of the above. Coal, oil, natural gas, nuclear, and yes, wind and solar, and other renewables. We believed in energy dominance, not begging for oil to Venezuela and Iran and the Saudis. That's called freedom, a free economy. That's the American tradition. I say this on Labor Day because the cavalry is coming. We will return to a system of economic freedom, personal freedom, freedom of speech and religion. That is our mantra. Those are our policies. That's the 74 million that voted for Trump. Not a socialist state, which Joe Biden is sponsoring. Joe Biden and his far-left radical allies. And that will help A return to freedom will help the American working folks and the average families who get up in the morning and suit up and come to work and get paid based on their merit and productivity, not government handouts, not government dictates, not government subsidies, not the government telling you what car to drive, what light bulb to use, what shower to turn on, freedom on Labor Day. Keep hope. Keep faith. Keep optimistic, all right? I am the quintessential optimistic. This Biden business is going to slowly go away. The first blow will be in the midterm elections. The cavalry's coming. On Labor Day, I say all this with the greatest faith in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm Kudlow. We will be right back after this. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 